1: Repeat, make the trip, you won't be sorry Dine in or take it to go Go to familybbq.com for more info This man needs medical attention Holmberg's morning sickness The old method of treatment for a person in this condition Was to throw him in jail Good morning everybody Hello there, welcome to Wednesday In the alley-oop of the sun I love that nickname, the valley-oop That's pretty great Uh, Wow, it's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. Brett. Big Dick Toledo. Nobody's thinking about anything else. The whole city's a fan. That was one of the most spectacular plays in sports I've ever seen. If that was football, the pass Jay Crowder threw at the end of that game last night would have been, uh, for years, like the most pinpoint pass you could ever throw. Tom Brady-esque type uh, last night, the guy was, it was sitting a fla- with
0: a flashback of uh, Jimmy V storming the court when Lorella Lorenzo Charles.
1: Yeah, the the Sidney fight, Lowe, yeah. I
0: think, threw up the uh, jump the shot, perfect
1: uh, alley oop pass. Yeah. It, this was better. It was this, because that ball they were.
0: It was perfect. designed.
1: It was perfect. Everything, the timing, the th- It was just flat perfect. The guy was sitting uh, with uh, uh, said, uh, "Remember when Eli Manning threw that pass in the Super Bowl to Mario Manningham, and it was just that." an inch and a half over one guy's finger and yeah. right into Manningham's hands on the sidelines. It was a tenth of an inch going out of It was a perfect throw. It was the perfect throw-in. And Aiton can get credit for just kind of backstopping that ball in. He had to be in the right place at the right time. The Suns win last night in what was one of the most spectacular things I've ever watched. My jaw I dropped. The,
0: I thought the home homer was on as far as uh, so did i oh and
1: what i don't want to be the homer fan i don't like doing that i don't like blaming refs for anything but man if you could blame refs last night they tried as hard as they could to not only call that game a specific way but ruin it for the viewer the last the last 35 or what was it the last 22 seconds took 31 minutes the last two tenths of a second took 18 minutes or last action would be the last nine tenths, but then yeah. jump down to two. That two second play, two tenths of a second, because of replay. And I don't know who. How
0: do you come away on that, that pass play? And there's .9 seconds. And then left. there's point
1: two. They when just... the rule in the NBA is, if anybody touches it, it's automatically two, three tenths of a second. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it was just to give them a fair shake. Because if the if the clock clicks down in a regular game to two tenths of a second, they'll add one tenth. Because two tenths is not enough time to touch and shoot, and three tenths is is just enough time to just bounce it in the air off your fingertips. So the rule is, if it if the ball if they touch it, three tenths of a second goes off the clock. But it was only two tenths for eight, and and then that you know tip the ball out of bounds thing when Beverly made a good play, yeah, uh, to to tip the ball out of bounds when Booker was driving, and uh, they're like, well, if you slow it down, well, there's no legal argument. I know every play then would be that. So if you slow down every single touch. You, I mean, it was 35 minutes to finish. the. I mean, that was a three-hour and four-minute basketball game, and those things last two hours max. Turning I mean, into baseball now. Well, and that's the problem, is as much fun as that was, as amazing as that game was, the ending was nearly impossible to sit through, on TV at least. It was brutal. Yeah. It was just flat brutal. And uh, and the refs did everything they could to make that thing, like, go whatever direction they were pushing. I don't know. And even Al McCoy said, those refs are going to have a hard time getting to their cars if they keep this up tonight. Man, if it went the other way. Oh, if Now, have, at the end, oh.
0: would that shot George when he caught the pass? No, after the buzzer. It did. That's he, what he I He got thought. it out of his hands after the
1: buzzer. So it wouldn't have counted anyway. It was yeah. just, he, he didn't have and a chance. And
0: imagine waving that off.
1: Oh, well, Maybe, I mean.
0: I'm surprised they didn't review that. Yeah, I, they <laughs> they, did they probably in.
1: did. It, you know, well, it, yeah. hit the... it wasn't even in, and we're going <laughs> to review it. But what a game. And what a. What a what a st- You steal a win at home. They shot terrible from the three point line, and uh, the Clippers are that team. I've been saying it they all. They're rattled. They are that team that shoots forty percent, and it's just like, hi, how you doing? And you, if they're Jason from Friday the Thirteenth, you run fast. You feel like you have just been blazing. You turn around and there they are. Right like, on your how, ass. Know, how you doing? Yep. Like how, you're walking. You're not doing it. They're ugly. They play bad, uh, but they just shoot the lights out. And uh, and and at forty percent from the three point range. At one point, again, the Suns were fifty-one percent. The Clippers were shooting forty from the floor. And 38 from three point. And the Suns were 50 from the floor and 23 from three. And they were down, up four at that point. And it's just, it's a percentage game where the three pointer is the future of the game. But man, oh man, if Ayton isn't exploding right now, this is just, it, this is so much fun. Just a blast. And I didn't even get to go to the game. Oh, you didn't? So, no, I did not get to go. So last yesterday, D Hop, uh, Doug Hopkins, my D Hop, yeah, not he, the D Hop. Yeah, okay, D-hop I was going to say. I share a place with D-Hop. I like to say that to people. Like, I got this apartment. D-Hops. Yeah, well, I don't say that because I don't care if anybody thinks I'm telling the truth or not. So it's, uh, I tell people, like, I got this apartment downtown with D-Hop. We share it for Suns games. And people's faces change. Like, you Because they think I'm, I am know him, and I don't. Uh, so I got the I got the white doughy D-Hop. But I got the D-Hop. <coughs> but Doug's got his place. So Doug, Doug calls yesterday and he's like, hey, I might have a straggler ticket hanging around. So but I'm not going to be able to get down there. Till like right before game time. And I'm like, okay. I get another call that says I might have a ticket hanging around. Can you be down there? And I'm like, well, I'll be on standby. I'll be on standby. I was flying standby. So I I shoot down to the H&H Ranch, the apartment, and just wait it out. So D-Hop's there. And D-Hop says to me, he goes, hey, uh, company thing, uh, tickets taken. I'm like, oh, all right. So I'm waiting for D Hop to show up. And I'm just I'm at the apartment now. I'm waiting for my next uh, potential thing to happen. It doesn't. But uh, in wanders this, uh, and it was terrible because Doug comes in, and then the guy that went with him uh, is he's in some sort of adult Make a Wish type thing. I don't know what it is, but he's got some uh, pituitary issue where he's only like uh, four and a half feet tall, and he's kind of
0: only has he's kind of a strange, so almost
1: gnomish. He's uh, kind of got this, his name Sam, and he's kind of got this weird. Like just kind of walk, he waddles. Like he's like yeah. somebody. If you, when he walks, it looks like people are pushing him on his left and his right. And he waddles around. He comes in and he goes, "Hey everybody!" And I'm like, "Oh, this is great." And the reason I'm making fun of him is because he's just off. Oh yeah, the radio—that's still a thing. <laughs> what do you got? 14 listeners. I'm like you little gnome, I'm gonna punch you in the face. So he's like one of the lollipop kids from Wizard of Oz. At first, I felt terrible because Sam uh, Sam was in the apartment before Doug. He goes, "Yeah, I got a thing from Doug's business where I get to uh, go to the game because I'm probably not going to live much longer." I'm like, oh, geez, that's rough. And he goes, why are you here? You got tickets? And I'm like, no, actually, if you weren't here, I was going to take your ticket. And then Doug comes in, and I'm like, it's good, it's cool. And he goes, well, Now I kind of feel like we've got a doubles ticket situation. I'm like, you're good. You can have it. And he goes, you want to flip for it? And I started thinking to myself, yeah, what an epic story this would be. <laughs> oh, you, you didn't? You <laughs> if, if, if I'm sorry, kid, I hate to break it to you in your last year here, Sam, but. I don't know what's wrong with you, but you didn't get to fully grown. Like I think his mom must have smoked a ton in the womb. Or He's an adult. I don't know if it was progeria, but it was something weird. And then he got mouthy. So uh, he, he may be the size of a, a a big trash bag, like those, like a full size fifty five gallon fifty five gallon drum trash bag. He kind of shaped the same way. Should have flipped him. And I thought I, thought, I can't. Do it. But at that point he had he hadn't been rude yet. So I was like. Yeah, wow! Well, if you want on a flat floor, I think, and I'm like, no. And then he fell down, like just out, of just like just uh, like, boom, boom, boom. and I'm like, oh, he can't keep his feet very good. He's, it's like life's just beating the tar out of the guy. So the gnome went with uh, with Doug, and then he got lost for a little while. And at one point, he said, Doug, can I sit on your shoulders? I can't see the guy.
0: <laughs> and Doug's like, This is
1: I should have taken you. This guy's a nightmare. But what are you going to do? Sam, I hope you feel. That was better. a nice thing. D-Hop yeah, it was did. nice for D Hop to do. His company put together this thing for. I don't know what Adult Make a Wish is, but it was that. I mean, the, the poor guy's not going to make it. He looks really unhealthy. Uh, but you know, we got to where he was teasing me, so I started to make fun of his maladies too, and I should have flipped him for it. As I, I, I found out later, I should have flipped yeah. him for the for the ticket. But you know what? This will be his last Western Conference final. So what do I care at this point if he's that open about it?
0: Good Let's chance see. for Thursday.
1: <laughs> well, he said, we off, all in out to Los Angeles for the next one. I'm like, yeah, we'll stuff you up in the top. Pay for two tickets and we'll get you his carry-on. We'll bag you up. But, uh, yeah, he was adorable. In the end, he ended up being kind of adorable and fun, but I didn't get to go to the game. So then I sat at the H&H Ranch, and I, watched, I was going to watch the first half and take off and go back, but I got that superstition thing going.
0: Can't leave. So I was
1: like, I can't move. Like, this game's too close. I can't do the leave, and I can't do Missed this. part of it. I've already touched a magic gnome. I don't know if this is, like, part of the thing. I shook hands with a magic gnome who's got, you know, his life force is leaving the earth soon. And uh, and I don't know. Thigh
0: stops, getting ready to drop off a big batch of thighs. <laughs> I,
1: I wish I could have. I, I don't know how to. You know what I don't know how to do? Order DoorDash to an apartment. Do I have to go get it? No, they should. They no, should no, because they there, have, yeah. to, you have to get to to fob up. There's in the elevator. You can't just hit a button. But don't Isn't the door guys let them up or anything? Yeah, but, or, I mean,
0: and they would call you and say you have a. I suppose. Delivery. That's I don't what know. I,
1: I was embarrassed. I was, the social anxiety kicked in. I'm like, I don't want to fall apart. I'm trying to figure out where this guy is, and I just, so I just ate Kit Kats. <laughs> There's a bag of Kit Kats. So I, I, I ate a bunch, and it was working. So whatever I did worked. It was phenomenal. Mrs. D hops. Mrs. Supply. D-Hop's supply of Kit Kats. were still sitting on a table on a plate like presented. And it was pretty so good. now
0: you have to watch the next game there too now. And eat nothing but Jeez. Kit Kats. And- oh, you might be right. We'll get the thigh stop up there. Yeah, uh,
1: I, yeah, don't don't do it. Because I don't know. Like it's all, I didn't eat last night. I was starving. I'm not going to do it. So it was pretty great. And Doug said that that Sam guy, he's like, this kid can eat. And I'm like, yeah, he's making up for, he's not going to eat. For much longer so he's probably getting all he can he's like a pizza and a cinnabon and dipping dots and doug was out like a few thousand bucks just <laughs> <laughs> those crushing. giant
0: crocodile cookies
1: it's nothing funnier than watching like a childlike adult with a huge beard it'd be like if you shrunk an amish remember shrinky dinks
0: mm-hmm.
1: you've shrunk an amish and you put it, and then he's just got an ipa and he's all three feet two of them standing in there just guzzling an ipa talking about he's not gonna be here much longer because of his this thing and everybody's so comfortable with it at that point we're just joking around. It's pretty great. My girlfriend's getting new uh, boobs put in. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. You and but Larry can't. I don't understand any of this. <laughs> 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 but it was fun. We had a good time. I did. I was all by myself. It was a good time. I was going to head home. I'm sitting there like, ah, "I can't do it. I can't move. I can I told you." I'm like, "I'm I think I told you. I'm going home at halftime." Yeah. But I'm like, "No, I'm locked in." And it was actually kind of pleasant. Because uh just just focused, oh, and the best part was because I got a view of the the uh, sun's arena after the valley Oop, which I do like uh the streets stormed, people flooded out, and then celebration then there was the review, so there was just this I had the window open this loud ah! and then. Whew, crickets and you could look outside and there's just a pile of people just staring up at the screen back and they wouldn't let them back in so they're just standing outside and i'm like oh man if paul george hits this there's going to be about 300 people maybe more who don't know what happened
0: mad break to beat yeah, traffic yeah. and
1: that's they're like we got this let's go and they just charged out to go drinking and whatever and uh yeah it was crazy but what a game and again is there any sport that we can all say uh has been better for because i think of two i don't think of one sport where, like thank god they reviewed that i, I even as a non fan of the cowboys they got screwed on that des bryant playing the nfc championship game against the packers uh remember that and that should should have been a review it was non reviewable the uh, was it the rams and vikings or rams and saints with that pass interference mm-hmm. they just tackled the guy on the fourth down and it was the end and the, the yeah. super bowl's online. line we don't review those
0: yeah, the guy like, on the goal line was just taken out.
1: You're wait, you're wasting all of our time on these ticky tack reviews, but the big plays, the obvious ones we're like we got to review that, that's a game-changing thing. And my friend uh, Colin texted me something last night. He goes, "The amazing thing about review is it's human error, which in baseball, we would both agree as baseball fans, they're removing, which sucks. I don't like I hate I, I hate, hate baseball. I hate the review in baseball. Place. I hate it. It slows down an already slow thing." Yep. And so uh uh he made a great point because he said human error is part of sport. That's why we like it. Paul George missing two free throws last night is the story of last night's game. Big. Outs- outside of that amazing ending. Uh, if you if the, the time between his two missed free throws and the and the alley-oop at the end was uh, on like 8 seconds yeah, you can't on the clock. Miss those. But it was uh, like 8 sec- it was 22 minutes between plays. Yep, 8 seconds. So if that game was going at a natural flow, everything would have been remembered. Paul George is kind of almost off. The, he's going to get killed by the media, almost off the hook by it. But the reviews came in, and not one time did I sit and think to myself that this was helping the game. He, Colin, a great point he made was the players make mistakes all the time. They get a chance to redo their thing. They don't get a chance to go, oh, I just bounced it off my foot. I get it. I'm going to review that and redo it because the human error element is part of the game. The referees are part of the game. They're human error element is part of the game. But they get a chance to retroactively fix things that they screwed up, which I know fans are like, we've well, we got to get the calls right. But that's part of the fun of having human beings call the game is they're going to miss a few.
0: I don't know. I mean, NBA was the, the, uh, the best at it back, in, I mean, uh, until the review happened. There's times that you could see as a fan, oh, that was a – Bad call and the ball getting tipped out. Right. But there's no review. And they'll make it up. Because that TV, watching it on television, you can see, yeah. oh, man, they missed that one.
1: Refs say it in football all the time when they do the mic'd up thing, and they do it in basketball even more. And and basketball has a reputation of ha- having fixed games. You, you see why last night? It looked like they were looking for reasons to change outcomes. Instead of just getting the call right. Because that one play where Patrick Beverly pushes the ball out of bounds, and, and Booker's hand is the last one on it. And slowed down as, into, you know, tenths of speed, you're going to see, okay, yeah, whenever somebody, but if you try to steal the ball, the whole purpose is you've disrupted my forward momentum. And, and that's, that's, the that's out on the intention of the, of the rule is if you bounce it away from me, unless I scramble for it yeah. and get it on a second bounce, if you just knock and it goes out of bounds, that's on you. Yep. And that's been that. Why is the last two minutes reviewable? Well, they look at everything within the last two minutes. I'm like, why isn't the rest of the game that important? It doesn't make sense. Call it the exact same way the whole time. I hate review. I hate it in football. I hate it in baseball. It has no business in baseball, hockey. I can understand because they really only do it for goals, which you you know it's so fast. It's like did that go or not? And that is the puck. It's not some guy's finger inching across in, the line. Occasionally, they have that weird crease thing or something like that, and that gets a little touchy. But for the most part, it's cut and dry. Basketball, like I hear them all the time on the on the Wired Up thing, where the refs like, "Yeah, I blew that one. I'll get you on the next one," and they give a ticky tack on the other side to balance it back. And they've been known for that forever. If there's a bad holding call, they'll get a guy for uh, you know next time through. They'll they'll bounce back ten yards the other way if it's decent. But last night's game, thirty five minutes to finish the last minute.
0: Well, that was a good it's thing insane. back in the day, with the you know without replay. The the, the the next day at the water cooler, just like, did you see
1: that yeah. guy? He blew oh, the son of element. a bitch. It was, it was a, great. Yeah, think of the great plays in, in uh, football history. I mean, as a Steeler fan, the immaculate reception. The 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 most amazing part of that thing was it was the last play of the game, and Franco gets it and goes into the end zone, and the place goes insane. Today it would have been like, all right, we're going to take a look at this, and it would have been fifteen minutes of people standing there waiting to see if they can celebrate. Asking Doug and uh, and Sam, Progeria Sam, if they had fun at that last. And he goes, It was tense, but we didn't, like, we assumed they were trying to put time what's back on like, What's going what's, on? Yep. Everybody's buzzing, which was probably more fun than watching on TV going, They're trying to steal this. I you don't know what they One doing. guy
0: with his earpiece in. They're reviewing oh, it.
1: Because it's taken out great moments. Garherd shot herd around the world in 76 for the Suns as the Suns' super moment. They reviewed that today to see if it got off in time. And uh, instead, it was just. We called it good, so it's good. And everybody got to celebrate and have their actual emotions on time.
0: I thought for sure uh, when when Aiden put it in, the Valley Hoop. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you keep more time on the clock after that? Like, most of the time, I'm like, that's over. It's that's over. It? Yeah,
1: Nine-tenths of a second. I'll give you that maybe three-tenths went off because it was very fast.
0: Does but. the uh, clock technically have to stop once it goes through the hoop? Yes, in order of a possession. Once it's
1: touched, it, it starts. When it gets through the hoop, it stops till the next guy yeah. so on the not court. Not even hitting it. the ground. No, it's through, through, the through the net, and it's done. But by an NBA rule, anybody touches it automatically three tenths of a second or off the clock, automatically. So that play took longer than three tenths of a second. They only made two. Either way, Suns win up two zero without uh, Chris Paul, which is unreal, and uh, and every and campaign got paid last night he is a free agent who's trying to make his mark and he puts 29 on the board he's going to be the the 76ers new point guard next year and he is going to make 25 million dollars that guy got he's getting he's making a name for himself in these playoffs awesome it was just awesome the whole city's going crazy and it might rain this morning a little bit
0: everything's perfect right now (laughs) it did cry a little this morning yeah we got a little did you get a little
1: you guys always get a little i'll never see rain again because i'm surrounded by the car
0: was filthy yeah. Well oh, it just got that dirty. It's just enough yeah. to piss you off. Yeah, that,
1: yeah. Yeah. you just get pissed on and yeah, somebody threw dirt son in of a car? Bitch. <laughs> and you got no benefit out of it. No. Didn't even get turned the sprinklers off. Nope. Well. Other than that, then, other than you two bitching. Everybody else is happy. <laughs> everybody else is having a wonderful time. Somebody said it's good to hear he chose Eric as his guest, uh, Doug Hopkins. No, 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 it wasn't even Eric. <laughs> Eric's taller and more fully grown than this guy. Compared to Chewy. Uh Chewy's healthier looking. Wow. Yeah. Uh, height uh chewy what's chewy maybe three what he tells three nine three eight something like that yeah i think he's about the same has a little hat on he's growing this big like hipster beard
0: that'd be a good jump ball
1: it would be an awesome jump ball between progeria sam and uh and chewy if sam's up for it if his doctors will allow it i'll have a jump with chewy (laughs) one last jump one last time we'll we'll, we'll adult mega wish that too Doug's company said I uh, I won something, so I got to go with Doug Hopkins today. Stevie's Doug Hopkins. Like, yeah, it's pretty great, isn't it? How do you know him? Like, uh, we do a little business together. Ah, oh, okay, okay. What business are you in? Radio. They still have that. I bought a car in 2016. If it doesn't say Ox, I don't listen anymore. <laughs> it's a relic of an older time. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're not going to be here much longer. So, so are you. Soon, you'll be a memory like radio. <laughs> See, you should have flipped him for it. I should have flipped him for the goddamn story. Because you'll be able to tell those stories for years. Damn it. You're right. I'm the one who's left with the story. I always have a good story. His story won't last. Uh, Son of a bitch. I went down there. I won my my adult Make-A-Wish ticket to the Western Conference Finals, and this fully grown, healthy man flipped me for it, and he won, and he took the goddamn ticket (laughs) from a sick child. And
0: it would be his fault because I took the deal.
1: I, would, I, I, I took the bed god bet. damn it it's so easy to say right now that i would have done that flip you for it Ping. It's tail sam sorry well you're used to disappointment have fun junior <laughs> yeah, it's just like being at the doctor's office more bad news <laughs> but i i sat i sat and watched the i watched the game alone Well, he sat and looked at somebody's ass in the row in front of him you didn't want to leave sam
0: alone in that apartment no, a, I got
1: them some sort of. They have those uh, sick people vans that take them to their homes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have, I, I called mean, he could, one of that's those. what I'm saying. He couldn't stick around because he would have oh, no, ruined that.
1: Right. You yeah, can't let him stay in there. <laughs> and then I did, like at halftime, I just, like, maybe I'll just tug it. And I got halfway through one and I'm like, there might be cameras in here. I was going to say, you haven't broken <laughs> a new, uh, the new pad yet? Not tugging it. No. no? Oh, I did. Well, yeah, I did that night. Okay. No, first night before seconds, Doug like, walked like, in. it was after and chewed no, it, was, it was before, yeah. Before he ruined everything.
0: Maybe Mrs. D Hop got a good little.
1: <laughs> D Hop might have gotten review. a visual, but it was it was half hearted because I was worried about cameras. I was like, I'll give it a tug. I'm like, mm, nah, I'll leave this here.
0: If you get a uh, plate of Kit Kats with a wrapped ribbon on it from her, like oh, <laughs> and they're
1: <laughs> shaped a certain way, <laughs> on my bed. Nice try. I don't give up. Don't give up. Don't be like Sam. <laughs> <laughs> don't quit. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get a wake-up song on this day that everybody is joyous and a little hungover. 585-9800. That is the phone number. Uh, sons and Four is still alive. I don't like saying that, but it's still a thing. It's close. Uh, give us that wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98-K-U-P-D. Wake up!